You're listening to the only place on the internet that offers the perfect blend of high-quality premium cigars and cryptocurrency news and commentary. Welcome to Cigars and Crypto. Now here's your host, Invest Noir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Cigars and Crypto. You know who it is. It's your boy Noir. Let me tell you, I am so happy that I bumped into this brother on Clubhouse. He is CJ the Smart Guy. And I suggest you all grab a pen and a piece of paper or grab your iPad or your Galaxy Note or whatever it is that you take notes on, because this brother is going to drop gems on you. CJ, how are you? I'm doing good. And yourself? I, brother, I can't complain, man. It's a beautiful day. I'm a little bit mad. Uh, woke up this morning back in the U.S. I was uh, in Aruba last week. So as you can imagine, I did not want to come home. <laughs> but <laughs> Understood. But uh, it's all good, man. I smoked a lot of Cuban cigars, drank a lot of rum and bourbon. So it was a beautiful trip. And now I'm uh, back in the saddle again. You know, so I can't complain, man. So uh, let me jump right in, man. CJ, tell me about yourself, brother. How'd you get into crypto? Yeah, so um, I'm originally from Southern California, um, Los Angeles, and one of my favorite rappers, his name is Nipsey Hussle. Um, he had talked about it in 2017. And I mean, I had watched the movie Dope um, with, with ASAP Rocky back in 2015. And so I downloaded the Coinbase app, but I didn't really pay too much attention to it. I'd only downloaded it because they gave me like $25 and you know, I was broke. So I was like, man, $25, it sounds good. And um, actually, I forgot all about it until Nipsey had talked about it in 2017. And I checked my Coinbase account um, when my one of my friends hit me up. He was like, hey, man, remember that, that Coinbase app we downloaded for that 25? Check your account, bro. We're rich. And so I checked it out. And it was like over $770. So it was like that $25. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, man, this is, this is something. If I turn $25 that I didn't even put in there because I got the free money, and it turned to seven hundred some dollars. Just paid my rent, and my mentor Nipsey Hussle, as well as my other mentor, um, Dr. Boyce Watkins, are talking about it. I had to start researching it. So while I was studying for the CPA exam, I simultaneously started studying um, the world of cryptocurrency, and now I'm a cryptocurrency CPA. So, man, that's a beautiful thing. You know, I can remember the days when there was no talk of taxes around cryptocurrency right um this is 2014 2015 you started hearing grumblings about it in 2016 um during the ico boom uh 2017 you really started hearing people talk about uh taxes and the need to do them and you started to see guidance and uh, regulations come out from the uh, government uh, about uh taxes for cryptocurrency and I am so glad that I bumped into you on Clubhouse and had an opportunity to hear your story, um, because I think there are a lot of people who are both uh, new to the space as well as seasoned OGs who really need a trusted partner and ally and making sure that they remain compliant when it comes to paying uh, their taxes and uh, making sure they're above board with the federal government. So, you know, I remember you saying that you you were studying the CPA uh, for CPA as well as uh, cryptocurrency at the same time. What made you delve into doing taxes for crypto? I know how you got into crypto, 
But what was it that made you say, you know what, this might be my lane right here. And I think I'm going to stick with this. Yeah. So, I mean, so the story about me, first, I got a couple podcast episodes. One is my journey um, to becoming a CPA, as well as my journey with cryptocurrency on Spotify, um, where I talk about it like in-depthly. But the overall general concept is I left my job in 2016 because they gave me these gray hairs. It was working me from eight in the morning past one in the morning on many occasions. And, you know, when I saw that, as well as I saw that my salary was, my yearly salary was my CEO's daily um, take home. Um, I was like, man, nobody's worth 365 times more than I am. And so I left the railroad. And when I left, you know, I had to figure something out. And so I talked to one of my friends from college who had graduated. He was an enrolled agent. His name's Andre Roberts. And um, I linked up with him and we started doing taxes because that was his specialty. I just needed a, a way to make some money. And so I was doing bookkeeping. I was doing taxes. And as I was studying cryptocurrency and the CPA, taxes became like my, you know, my main revenue, you know, stream because while you're studying, you know, you have to dedicate a lot of time to it. And uh, when the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act hit, I was on the, the front line of that because I, I just learned all that stuff from the exam. So I was able to create content on, on Instagram and on YouTube about everything I was learning. And people started taking heed to it. They were like, man, he knows what he's talking about. You know, so I was simultaneously creating a marketing tool for myself while educating people and building up a clientele base. And really it wasn't until... I would say I got my CPA, which was June 2020, that cryptocurrency really started going up again. Um, and when, when people started talking about it going from 10,000 to 50, you know, 40, 50, $60,000, people were making big money and everybody was learning about the tax situation. And so I just studied everything the IRS came out about cryptocurrency. And I was like, you know what? This is what I'm gonna do because most CPAs have no idea about cryptocurrency and most cryptocurrency investors don't, you know, focus in on the tax side and most of them don't know the rules. So I was like, man, this is a perfect little niche and I don't see anybody else really doing it. So let me just go hard. Let me learn every single day. So I know, you know, more than the average CPA. And at this point, I don't think there's another CPA who has been able to keep up with the cryptocurrency world and the CPA world simultaneously while working independently. So it became my niche really once I saw that there's nobody else out there, especially not in black America. I feel like there's a few CPAs, less than 1% of CPAs are black. But then when it comes to crypto space, most black CPAs are a little older, more seasoned. And this is a whole new world. It's a whole new financial system. So I was like, you know what? If I can conquer this system, I'm going to go ahead and do that. So, you know, let's go full throttle. Why not? Yo, I love that, man. <laughs> I love that, brother. I love it, man. So tell me about your journey with cryptocurrency. Now, I know that... Um, Nipsey was your inspiration. And I know you referred earlier to ASAP Rocky uh, in the movie Dope. Shout out to them. Shout out to Nipsey. Rest in peace. Um, oh, matter of fact, man, before we go any further, I, I'm, I'll go back to this train of thought. I want you to tell everyone where they can find your content because you mentioned that you put out content and you have two podcasts. I want everyone to know where they can go find that. So tell me that. And then I'll go back to my earlier thought. Where can yes. we find you? Yeah, so you can go on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts, search CJ the Smart Guy. Um, no spaces, no underlines, no dashes, just at CJ the Smart Guy. 
Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, as well as on Instagram at CJ the Smart Guy. Um, YouTube, I have some of my older videos on there. And right now I'm working on getting a whole collection of all my old content and creating NFTs to, to, to give out to you guys and to create a you know a secondary market so that I can start monetizing a lot of the things that I was calling because I called the, the Bitcoin rise and the drop. Um, and I called it within a few days of it actually happening. Um, when I talked about it, I don't think Bitcoin was as big as Chevron at that point um, because you're looking at market caps and it dropped like two or three days later. Um, and, you know, I did. I also said in that same video, it's going to go back up. So uh, I want to create an NFT on that. So right now you can reach me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Clubhouse, Twitter, Instagram, all at CJ the Smart Guy. My man. Okay. I wanted to make sure that people knew where they can find that content. So, Hey, are you looking to invest in Bitcoin? CoinFlip is the easiest way to buy. CoinFlip ATMs let you trade cash directly for crypto and you can get started with as little as $5. You heard that right. $5. Use discount code NOIR29, N-O-I-R-2-9 for 10% off any transaction at a CoinFlip ATM. Find a CoinFlip ATM location near you at coinflip.tech. That's C-O-I-N-F-L-I-P dot T-E-C-H. Coinflip.tech. Don't forget, use that discount code. You were talking about the movie Dope, right? And uh, ASAP Rocky and Nipsey. What what is it about cryptocurrency that appeals to you? Not as an accountant, but just as a brother. What is it about cryptocurrency that appeals to you? And when I say cryptocurrency, I mean Bitcoin. Yeah. So for me, it was the barrier of entry. So when I was working for the railroad, my credit score was extremely high. I had all the benefits. You know, I could do a lot of different things. But when I left, in order for me to get my license, I had to leverage, you know, my credit. You know, I had to do something in order to survive, in order to build a business. And as your credit score goes down, credit cards, like they, the limits go down. And so you're like, well, how do I, how do I hedge against this? Because my limits are going down without me even going into debt. It's not like I'm maxing it out yet. They're just going down because they're checking my income. And so I was like, man, let me go ahead and buy some crypto with this credit. And then you buy the crypto with the credit. And I was like, man, that was an easier barrier of entry. And then you see the return on investment, you know, average, you know, Bitcoin has had an annualized average return of like 200%. And man, why in the world am I dealing with these stocks, you know, hoping for a five, maybe 20% return when I'm getting 200% on Bitcoin, as well as I can, you know, possibly use it as collateral to take out US dollars if I need to, you know, I can't, I don't have a margin trading account. I don't have, you know, the ability to, um, to borrow against my stocks at this moment because I'm studying for my CPM. I'm not a CPA yet. I'm I'm literally going broke in order to reach my dream. And at that moment, it's like, well, cryptocurrency is an easy barrier to entry. The ROI is there. And my mentors are saying, this is the way to go. And so, you know what? I'm gonna go full throttle with it. And the more and more I learn about it, I just see, you know, everything that can go digital will go digital. So why not money? We're only 12 years in just like the internet back in 1995. So if we look at the internet in 1995, let's look at what we could have invested in back then, you know, that in 2020, it could make us, you know, 
provides generational wealth. So I'm trying to do the same thing when it comes to this crypto world because it's it's a whole new monetary system. It's like um, first time since like the 1500s when you had mercantilism and things of that nature. So I want to make sure I'm sitting in the correct chair, me, my people, my circle, my clients, um, so that we can be empowered instead of you know reactionary to what everybody else is doing. Yeah, I, you know, I was having a discussion with someone uh, a couple of months ago, as a matter of fact, on my show. And I expressed to them, they asked me why I push so hard to get people into the space. And I, and I remind them, you know, we as black folks didn't really take full advantage of the dot com era. Yeah. We really didn't jump into that space the way I believe we could or should have. And part of that is because we just didn't know. Right. We didn't have resources available to us in mass that could educate us in mass that would tell us as a group, yo, you need to get in on this. Like you need to do it now. You know, I think years of um, predatory lending practices, uh, redlining, um, things like that kind of gave a sour taste in the mouths of black folks as a collective. And we tend to shy away from things like that. And that's why I kind of gravitated to you because um, we, we need to let people know that this opportunity exists. It's not foreign, it's just misunderstood. And if people are giving you good information, take it. You don't necessarily have to act on it because you can't save everybody. But I'm gonna do the best I can to save as many as I can. You know what I mean? Yes. So, Shout out to you, man, for, for what you're doing, for the podcast, um, for applying your talent and intellect to assisting people in uh, remaining compliant with the U.S. government as it pertains to the taxes. So let's fast forward a little bit. Um, what kinds of things, without giving up the jewels, what kinds of things do folks need to be mindful of this year as it pertains to Bitcoin slash cryptocurrency in their taxes? Yeah, so the, the number one thing is the first time ever on the first page of your 1040, there's a box on there that pretty much asks, have you bought, sold, acquired, any, done any trading of any virtual currency, virtual mean cryptocurrency. And what they're doing is they are electronically double track, double checking all the KYC. So when you KYC know your customer, you put in your social security number, the IRS is just double checking on that. And so if they're saying you've got some transactions and you hit the box as no, you've never done any transactions, that's an easy way for them to pop you for an audit. Um, and if you've been doing big money transactions, that's big money for them. Um, so I think that's the first thing is just make sure you hit that box. Um, if you are trying to do things in good faith, meaning you're actually trying to do the taxes right, you just maybe mess up or it's not right, that takes out the criminal aspect of it. That takes out a lot of the penalties and fees that you may have. Um, so the the best thing to do is to hit that box. Yes, if you've done it, be honest, and then try your best. I created a class on u.sunjoined um, where I go over how to do the taxes, um, the basic overview of what to look for, if you're staking, if you're doing um, mining, you know, if you're doing trading, things of that nature, so that you know how to classify it. Try your best, um, act in good faith, because most of these cryptocurrency exchanges, they don't provide 1099Bs. 
most of them don't provide at 89, 49, which is for all your different transactions. They don't do that. Um, so you have to be proactive. You're still responsible for it. And if you've been putting in your social security number, it's been reported to the IRS, as well as if you have any transactions over $10,000 for the year, that gets reported directly to the IRS. And if it's over 5,000, the bank has to take note of it. So if there is an audit, that can pop up. So I know some of my clients have never reported it, especially the ones who have been in Bitcoin since 2010. And now they're buying Lamborghinis and Ferraris. And I'm like, if you never reported your taxes, you know, and if you ever reported your cryptocurrency tax and you buy a Lamborghini, that's the first thing they're going to do is pop before audit, see well, where you're getting your money from. Um, because it's like, well, where's the paper trail? And if you never reported anything, then a lot of that can be criminal if you hit that box of no and you've been knowingly doing it. So I think that's one of the main things we want to know is they are after people, they are looking, but if you're trying your best, you should, you should be okay. All right, that's good to know. So for all my friends out there buying Hublots and IWC watches and Submariner Rollies and Bentley trucks, uh, I suggest you get your mind right and uh, holler at my man CJ. He can get your tax game on point, get you right. So the alphabet boys don't kick your door in. Yeah. So because <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they don't play around, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't want I don't want those problems. They come they come to people's houses, field agents. And, you know, that's how they got a lot of actors, lots of athletes. You know, one thing we joke about is, you know, what, what was the was it Al Capone? They couldn't catch him doing his illegal activity, but they could catch him on tax yep. taxes. Yep. So, I mean, even <laughs> even if you're dealing with illegal activity, you still technically supposed to, you know, report that income. And if you're not reporting your, your cryptocurrency income, then that's that's considered tax evasion or fraud. And they do come, especially if you're in the big money. That's right. Ask Wesley Snipes if you forgot. That part. <laughs> uh, well, he's back now. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad he's back on his feet, but you definitely somebody you can ask, you know? Right, right, right. So let me ask you one last question, brother. Where do you see the future of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in the next three to five years? Three or five years, I see lots of ups and downs. Um, you know, if we look at the cycle of, of Bitcoin, it's historically gone up every three to four years and it's, you know, come back down. So I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this year, um, it skyrocketed. You know, according to my analysis, we're looking at half a million to 650,000 um, Bitcoin. But then also after that, the next three years, it might stabilize to about 125,000. Um, so that's my idea, uh, my concept, I think. Five years will probably be at a million. Um, I think it'll be very normal. I think we'll start seeing almost everything being bought in terms of like uh, commodities, stocks, anything high priced, not just in US dollars, but also in Bitcoin denominations. This is a worldwide currency. Um, you're already starting to see token tokenization of real estate. And um, you're seeing these corporations buy massive amounts of Bitcoin to hedge against inflation. And so I just see it just completely taking off. And in five years, things will be very, very normalized. Because um, in five years, that would be year 2000. That'd be 17 years when it comes to the internet. And by the year 2000, most of us were on the internet at that point. That was only a few years off before the MySpaces and the, the, the YouTubes and the Twitters came out. So I think, um, I think we're headed that direction. And so I think five years, it'll be, you know, we'll be past the AOL stage that, you know, you got mail. 
I think most people have internet. I think most people have cryptocurrency and most people will beginning to get used to the blockchain just like in the year 2000. So CJ, one last time, brother, tell folks where we can find you online. If I have listeners or followers on my social media channels who want to uh, patronize your business and, and utilize your services, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram at CJ the Smart Guy, um, Twitter at CJ the Smart Guy. I'm on those the most often, as well as on Clubhouse. Um, I'm part of the Black Bitcoin Billionaires Club, where every Monday we have a show called the Genesis Block, where we talk about updates in cryptocurrency every Monday. Um, as well as you can go to blackbitcoinbillionaire.com and that'll show you some of our older episodes. And then you can go to the letter U dot sunjoined, S-U-N-J-O-I-N-E-D.com to check out um, my cryptocurrency classes. Right now, I just have the one where it gets you familiar with cryptocurrency taxes, but very soon I'll be having a how-to for pretty much everything in the crypto as well as tax space so that people who want to empower themselves with their own knowledge and do their own, they can, because when it comes to cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, it's all about being um, self-reliant and having that freedom. With freedom comes more responsibility. So I want to make sure I help people, you know, be able to be responsible on their own, as well as as time goes on, I can, you know, take them on as clients and we can build that partnership. Brother, I want to thank you so much for joining me this evening. I really do appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, CJ, the smart guy. Take care, brother. You too.